All right. Welcome back to Trumbull Dads. We had a couple of weeks off. I promised we weren't going to do that, and of course we did. So uh, we'll just we'll blame that on me. Uh, I'm your host, Nate Moyer, along with uh, Rob Finn and BG Brian. Um, yo, yo. You know, we're all we're all back. So guys, let's start it off. What, what are we all drinking tonight, Rob? You start us off. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Hoppy Pills by Sloop Brewery. Pretty good stuff. It's a nice IPA, but only about five percent though, so it's a nice uh, IPA Pilsner type beer. So it's pretty good. Nice Made in Hopewell night. Junction, New York. Nice. That's very nice. I have that in my fridge as well. But tonight I went uh, with a Super Sparkle from Kent Falls here in Connecticut. And if you haven't been to Kent Falls, check it out. It's a cool place. Yeah, I've had a few of theirs. I like theirs. And tonight I'm I'm kind of the wuss. I'm kind of I got a sick household. I think half my house is sick. I lost my voice going to Madison Square Garden a couple days ago, which we'll get into. So I am just drinking good old-fashioned water. So I'm the wuss. I'm the wuss Straight of the date. group tonight. So um, we're going to talk a little NBA and NFL because we've got the Super Bowl coming up. Um, so first off, guys, obviously last last weekend was really sad. We lost Kobe Bryant, tragic accident, um, his daughter, seven others. So we don't really want to harp on that too much, but, I, you know, given that he's he's passed away, let's kind of talk about like our Kobe moments. I got to say first that as a Suns fan, I really wasn't a big fan of Kobe because like, you know, he was kind of our rival. Um, but I, as much as I rooted against him, I, I respected how well he played the game. Very, you know, just he was just amazing to watch, honestly. So um, outside of that, my, I think one of my memories was his 60-point game, his last game. I remember we watched it. You know, they were out of the playoffs. The Suns were not in the playoffs. So it was just kind of fun to watch him. And as he kept scoring more points, you're like, wow, I think he's going to get to 50. Oh man, he might actually hit sixty. So um, that was a really cool moment. I remember being happy that I watched it. I was rooting for him, um, as opposed to earlier in his career when I was always rooting against him. So that was kind of a cool moment. And then I loved that you know, he was always on the sidelines this past year and um, learned the language of Luka Doncic. Made some comment in his foreign language, uh, in his home language, to him, and he turned around. I thought that was kind of cool. So, Brian, what uh, what was your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite Kobe moment or moments? Yeah, I mean, I, I just loved his tenacity. You know, he had the ability to take over a game single-handedly. Um, very Jordan-esque. You know, he was he was that guy. You know, he was he was always really good. Um, always hit that big shot and always wanted to make himself better. Uh, so I kind of, you know, can appreciate that and had mad respect for him. Uh, you know, I was always a Jordan fan, so I was, uh, you know, always on airing to the side of Jordan when it came to the debate, Kobe and Jordan. Um, and him being on the Lakers at West Coast, can't say I watched a lot of his games, but, uh, you know, he's certainly one of the one of the best basketball players we've ever seen in our lifetime. Yeah, Rob, what about you? Give you a- um, yeah, I was going to say, you, you kind of stole my thunder there with the 60-point game, because I thought that was really cool, but, you know, I also thought... Like Brian touched base on like always oh, a debate with him and Jordan. I like how we when he changed his number to twenty four, it was kind of like Jordan's twenty three, I'm twenty four. Like he never, you know, tried to say I'm better than him. He was just kind of like I'm my generation's Jordan. I, know, I thought that was cool, and you know, so when he switched numbers like that, and then they retire both numbers, I thought that was cool because you don't see many players do that. And then uh, having them both retired was kind of cool. For, yeah, that is you know, for the Lakers to do. That is pretty so cool. Odd, He's but got it's both. Kind of cool to do. He's got yeah, it showed respect for the game, and that's what he was about. You know, he was a great ball player, and he had a lot of respect for the guys in the past. And you know, moving on to the future, you just you know continue the game um, for the guys. So no, it's sad to see him go. Uh, you know, way too early, and you hate to see 
uh, especially with all the other people that died there and, and uh, all the kids too, unfortunately, you know, it's a tragedy, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's definitely sad. So, um, another thing too, uh, one thing about Kobe is he, I mean, you don't see this nowadays. He stayed with the Lakers the whole time. He had Shaq and then he didn't have Shaq. He had Gasol. I mean, he made it work. He got championships with this different players on the team, as opposed to like, Oh, you know, I'm going to go to Miami or I'm going to go to, you know, Boston or something like that to get my, another more, more rings. He actually stuck with his team the whole time. Which I, I really do admire players that stick with your own team. Um, I wish, you know, it would have been great if you went to like the Phoenix Suns, right? But um, no, I, I, have, I have a lot of respect for the player. So I, I was, that was one thing I really liked about him, State, especially nowadays. Um, so kind of switching gears a little bit, we'll talk about, I got to go to my very first game at Madison Square Garden. I moved to Trumbull, I don't know, three years ago now. So going to kind of everything in New York sports-wise is actually pretty exciting for me. Uh, these guys have probably went a few times, but uh, Brian was able to get some tickets, took me to my first Knicks game. Loved, loved Madison Square Garden. Um, always have heard about it. See it on TV, famous arena. Um, just, just a great experience. I mean, the Knicks game itself was so-so. The Knicks are just not a great team this year. But we got to see John Morant, which was really cool. Um, but anyway, it was just really cool to go into an old arena like that. I've been to so many West Coast games. It was really neat seeing it. So I kind of wanted to ask these guys, like, what, what is your favorite thing about Madison Square Garden? Having been there more than once, what's, what's your favorite? So this time, um, Rob, what do you think? What, what are your favorite things about Madison Square Garden? Oh, man, just uh, besides the history, you know, I just love uh, being from Long Island. We just take the train right into Madison Square Garden. Never even have to go to this, you know, step outside, just walk upstairs. Um, it's uh, it's still a sports moment, but maybe not people know this. Every year we would go in high school to uh, the biggest indoor track meet. It was called the Milrose Games, and it was held at the Garden. And so a bunch of us would uh, sneak downstairs, we'd get a pass, and, and, and kind of go to the back part uh where the, the athletes were warming up and you know this is before security was as tight as it is everywhere you go so i got to see like the 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 um the, the back of the house let's say of the madison square garden it was just really cool it's like this place is awesome we were we went everywhere and nobody said anything because we just looked like we were supposed to be running that day because <laughs> we all just wore our track stuff so everyone thought we were athletes so it was really cool so that's uh just the history of the arena it was just fun and and seeing a track meet indoor track meet there was always a uh, Always a fun time. I've seen hockey games. I've seen Knicks games. But, you know, having a, a tr- having a track meet there was always cool for us to, to go to in high school every year. And I'm actually going again uh, in February. It's coming up. So my friends and I, fortunately, it's moved out of the garden. So it, uh, it changed venues. But uh, that was always my favorite because it was at the garden. It was just, I mean, all these people, all these, like, famous track guys. So that was always fun. Brian, what about you? Uh What's what's not to love? I mean, it's it's one of the greatest arenas that I, I, I've I've been to. I can't say I've been to a lot, but certainly my favorite. Uh, I'll be the homer and and say that that's got to be the, the the best arena around. Um, being to the old Garden and then seeing the the renovation that they did. I think they poured a billion dollars into it for renovation. Just marble everywhere. I mean, everything is just first class. It, it's a really really nice place. Um, memories there. Uh, that's a that's a long list. Um, I would say my favorite memory was, uh, I guess I'll, I tell you about tradition. I mean, I, I go to Rangers opening night every year, so that's uh, fortunate enough to to be able to do that. 
get down there, you know, whether the team's good or bad, the electricity is high um, from being opening night. You know, there's a buzz. What, what's the team going to be like? There's new players, uh, you know, hockey's back, that kind of thing. And just being at the garden, it gets loud and it's a lot of fun. You know, a lot of, a lot of good people around there and uh, a lot of stuff to do around the garden too before the game. You can go to Stout or, uh, you know, grab a bite at Brother Jimmy's or the Flying Puck or Mustang Sally's. There's just a lot of places and everybody's doing the same thing you are. Everybody's in a jersey. Everybody's having a good time. And, you know, it's like, uh, like a family down there. Everybody's, everybody's good people in and around the garden there. It's a good area. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I was going to say, what, if assuming, let's just assume the Knicks and the Rangers are both really good teams. If you had to pick one, what's better to go see? Knicks game or Rangers? Oof. Wow. If Assuming both they're are both really, like good. really good, they're both like, let's just say they're you know, all very contention. You get to pick one. Let's say a playoff game. <laughs> there you go. Let's just say a playoff game. What would, what would be better, an NHL Rangers game or an NBA Knicks game? You guys, have you guys, I'm assuming, have been to both sports? Been to both. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, go with Rangers just because it's um, the action is just nonstop in hockey. And when the Rangers are good and they're in a playoff game, it is phenomenal. Uh, I've seen them clinch a, a series, and the place just is electric. Uh, I've also seen overtime win in the playoffs there. It, it's the, the buzz, the the celebrities that are there. I mean, you go there, you see Gretzky, Messier, you know, all the old-time guys. Um, we've, I was telling Nate the story about when we were at uh, uh, at the Blarney Rock, and uh, Eddie Jockerman walks in. And everybody, it was like it was like he owned the place. He just walked behind the bar, made himself a drink. He's taking pictures with everybody. You know, I got a nice photo with him, and it was everybody was just super happy. I mean, you didn't even have to go into the game; you could go to the bar there and hang out. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. It's definitely that Ranger experience with the uh, the cult following of the uh, of hockey. It, I think it, it's a little bit more enriched, you know, than than the Knicks. Uh, I feel like it's celebrity based and let's be honest basketball game last five minutes the basketball game is going to be the most exciting um so i'm gonna side with the the hockey there rob what about you what what do you you had to pick between two of those what do you like uh i i know brian's a big hockey guy but i would probably uh lean towards the side of basketball for the exact reason brian said uh the fourth quarter is probably gonna be the best and there's a lot of stop and go and i think there's just more excitement and i think People, Americans, I say, a lot of American sports love that stop and go, that excitement, that high. And, you know, hockey is just constant, right? So you're just watching nonstop. There's not as many stoppages. So I think basketball is maybe a little bit more exciting, especially if it's a tight game in the fourth quarter and there's timeouts and, you know, the last 30 seconds takes you 15 minutes and, you know, it's that one play buzzer beater, right? Hockey doesn't really have buzzer beaters, so to say. So I think I would probably lean towards uh, basketball for that. Um, just because I think it would just be exciting and the place is going to erupt and you can fit more people in there when there's no hockey rink. Yeah. And I could, I could see, uh, both you guys make good, good points. I have to say the sport that I think I most exciting sport I've ever watched live is talk because it is the constant motion. You don't want to go to the bathroom. If you blink, you'll miss it. Um, sudden death, something about sudden death. It's awesome. Like you just don't know when the game's going to end. Um, you don't really have that basketball. Basketball, like, kind of, there's a clock. So you kind of know what's going to happen. There's too many timeouts. I feel like hockey doesn't have as many timeouts. It's great. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to going to a hockey game in uh, Madison Square Garden. 
next and checking that out and being able to compare them. But uh, yeah, again, just an amazing arena if you get a chance to go see it. And something else that these guys probably don't care about, but we were leaving the arena. I look back and I can see the uh, Empire State Building all lit up, which was actually for you know somebody coming from the West Coast. Some of that New York stuff is still exciting to me. Um, Put the camera down, tourists. Come on, let's go. I do, I do. I did a quick one. I wasn't. I wasn't a bad tourist. I just took a quick picture. Let's go, Wang. It's a parking lot. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So uh, this Sunday, there's there's some football game going on. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about. It. It's called Super Bowl. Uh, so the uh, it's Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers. So obviously, I want to get your guys' picks. I heard a fun fact today. Um, kind of interesting. I never 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 even thought about this, but. The last five Super Bowls, the team that has won the coin toss has lost the game. The last five years, so it's almost like don't want to win coin toss. Now, obviously, one of those years is Atlanta, so that's uh, that's got a little heartbreak there. Um, so, guys, who who do you who do you like in this? And um, kind of elaborate a little bit why why you like. It. So, uh, let's see, Brian, we'll start with. This. I'm going Chiefs. I think uh, I think Mahomes. This is his stage. This is his time to shine. Um, I know Nate loves Mahomes. That that that's his boy. Drafts him, you know, number one overall every year for the past ten years. He's been waiting for this, and uh, I think the Chiefs. Their offense is the offense definitely has more firepower than San Fran. San Fran's got good D. KC's got good D too. So I mean, if they can run some uh, run some good plays, kind of uh, get the San Francisco uh, defensive line on their toes. Maybe run a couple play actions, get get Mahomes moving, throw the ball down the field. Um, I think they can they can really uh, put on a show, uh, even against that San Fran D. Um, I, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, you know, my gut tells me that you know twenty eight twenty five that kind of thing is a final, and uh, it could be less you know less like a field goal too. Who knows? But you know. I could also see it being a blowout too, you know, just surprise everybody because everybody thinks it's going to be a close game, and uh, and then it just ends up being a, a blowout, you know. But I'm hoping it's a good one. I think uh, the Chiefs pull it out. Mahomes becomes, you know, I, I also feel like he, he's going to win. He'll get MVP, and everybody's going to crown him the new, uh, you know, face of the NFL now that Brady's on his way out. Yeah, Rob. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, you know, everything's pointing to the Chiefs, Mahomes, the offense. Andy Reid has the experience. Their defense has gotten better the last couple of years. But, man, San Francisco, you know, I think defense usually wins. And I, I, I want to say Kansas City, but I just got this feeling that somehow San Francisco's defense is going to keep them in check. They're not going to stop them, not, but they may contain them. And I think... You know, San Francisco might edge them out. Uh, the question is whether, you know, Jimmy Jimmy G is going to be able to step up to the plate and put up 28 points because I think San Francisco is going to try and keep them under 30. If they do that, then I think they'll win. Um, but, you know, I want to say Chiefs, but I th- I just go with the – I'm going to go with defense. I think defense usually wins when it comes down to uh, defense versus offense, a high-powered offense and a high-powered defense. Defense usually wins out. But, you know, everything's pointing. Andy Reid has the experience. Uh, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's been there, so it's, you know, it's not, doesn't have anything. But Jimmy G's been to two Super Bowls, too. So, you know, everyone's kind of rooting for, for them. But uh, I, I really just I have a feeling San Francisco's going to edge him out towards the end. All right, I like say. I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs because I want the Chiefs. Um, I do like Mahomes, like Brian had said. 
I have a good friend of mine that loves the Chiefs, so I know he'd be excited. And um, I, I like Andy Reid. I really feel like Andy Reid deserves I feel like he's a good enough coach that he really deserves to get a Super Bowl, at least one. And um, I think it'd be I think it'd be great if he could win it. So all good points. I mean, I, I feel like if San Francisco's run game gets stopped by the Chiefs, that they're going to force Jimmy G to throw, and then it's, it's going to be on his shoulders. If he cracks under pressure, you know, it could, you know, Kansas City's defense could end up winning this thing. Talk about San Francisco's, but um, I like, I like that. I mean, uh, so I, I'd love to see Mahomes. You're right. I think it's, I think it's uh, at this stage, it's kind of like the the quarterbacks these days are, you know, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson's kind of a third. Um, all the old guys are kind of on their way out. I think Rogers probably has maybe a year or two left, and he's probably done. Drew Brees might retire, which is. Sad. I'd love to see him win another ring, but he's probably on his way out. Brady's, you know, maybe a year, year left. We'll see. But yeah, these are guys are the new face of the the, uh, the NFL. So I, I really hope they show Rob Lowe um, in the stands again with the NFL hat. That was really funny for the, the other game. It's just, almost like just looking for a fair game. Yeah, almost like his both his kids are on both teams, so he has to wear the logo. That would be great if they show somebody just wearing that hat. Yeah, stands. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm sure he will. I bet Andy Reid's looking I'm forward sure to that buffet will. at the White House too. So he is. you know, I mean, he's going to be looking. About, he's going to be ready for that. Talk about that extra motivation! Come on, guys. Look at that. Look at that spread of all the McDonald's stuff. Come on, gotta... I said, right. read an article today where they uh, they were interviewing Andy Reid a couple of years ago, and he said, "What's your?" Uh, uh, they played against him in Dallas a lot, and when he was coaching with Philadelphia. And uh, they said, what's your, what's your favorite thing about Dallas Stadium? And he thought he was going to talk about this or that. And he goes, you know what? There was a chili dog guy right by the coach's box. And that guy made the best chili dogs. So after all this talk about football, blah, blah, he totally spins around the chili dogs. And the guy was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going with this now. We're not going to talk about football anymore. It was pretty funny. It was an that's old a- interview from back in the day. It was pretty funny. That's a perfect segue because we are going to talk about Super Bowl food. One thing I've always heard is you see uh, Andy Rito has got that really big play sheet sidelines, right? There's used to always be a joke that on the other half, other the other side of it, the Waffle House menu, because he was thinking about food all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, we're, we're going to do like a little bracketology here. We're going to do like a little uh, March Madness. We're going to do, I picked the eight top food items for the Super Bowl. So like your favorite things to eat on the Super Bowl. All of this is garbage, not good for you, but taste. So we'll uh, we're gonna go ahead and kind of get everybody's vote. I will be the tiebreaker if we need it on these. So I kind of ranked them. So there's two number ones, two number twos, two number threes, two number fours, and you know you you know how the the brackets work. All right. So the first one, wings versus chips and guacamole. Brian, which which one do you like better than that? Ooh. I know wings is going to be ranked number one, you know, with everybody. I'm a chips and guac guy, uh, so I'm going chips and guac. I know, I know, Finn's going the other way. You know, he loves yeah. his wings. Yeah, he I'm an American guy. I go, I'm going buffalo wings. <laughs> All right, so Rob, what's so, yeah. yours? You wrote to Nate for the tiebreaker. I'm going All buffalo right. wings. I mean, All right. hands down. Now I like chips, chips but I don't like guac, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go with wings. What? Plus, I like wings, so. Hold on, you're from Arizona and you don't you don't like guac? Yeah, I get a don't lot. Of, they... I get a lot of hard. I get a lot Jeez. of black for that. I just I'm not a big avocado I, I guy. I you're born it. with it. I try it. I just I'm not into it. My wife really likes them too. So, all right, on the same bracket, potato skins or like the meatballs, like the cocktail meatballs in the crock pot. Swedish meatballs? Yeah, the ones you put on a stick. The 
chili sauce or whatever you put in them. I know I know Finn's going with balls on a stick, but I I think I'm uh, I might have to agree with them. Those are pretty good. Wait wait, what was it was the meatballs and what was the other one? Potato skins. Yeah yeah definitely go with the balls. All right, what about you, Rob? Uh absolutely the balls. Um, and a little recipe for you guys out there: get a crock pot, get just the frozen meatballs from you know many BJ's or whatever. Throw them in with a uh, thing of barbecue sauce and grape jelly, and let them simmer. Sounds strange, delicious. We did that at Christmas time. Those are good. You, you wouldn't think that combination. I think we did a chili sauce, but it's kind of like barbecue sauce jelly. Um, I've heard all these variations. I've seen like apricot jelly with type of barbecue sauce. Like it's something to do with the the jelly. I don't know, but yeah, those are those are good. So I'm assuming that's what we talk about when we talk cocktail meatballs, but. Got some little recipe from Finn for you. So if you've never made them, try that. All right, on the other side of the bracket, we have number one pizza versus number four sliders, like beef sliders, chicken sliders, whatever type of sliders. Damn, man. We'll, we'll, that's we'll, a... start, we'll start with Rob on this this one. He's kind of looking. I, You know what? Man, it's a tough one, but I'm going to lean towards sliders because you don't get sliders. Like, you know, you have pizza once a week in my house, so I'm going to go with the sliders because I think – you know, you can do a lot of variations with sliders, um, do chicken, do beef, um, pork. You know, do eggplant sliders, pulled pork. Oh, I, I just, I like oh. a good, well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta appreciate the vegetarian. A little, egg, a little eggplant, eggplant parm. Not really exactly. Anymore. He knows what I'm talking about. Eggplant parm. So I'm going to lean towards sliders because I, I think pizza's, you know, pizza's everywhere. So you get pizza every week. So I, I'm going to go with the sliders for a party, for a Super Bowl party. Like, I, I'm going to agree. I'm going sliders. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Sliders. I know I don't need to be a tiebreaker, but I actually would pick sliders too because I think again we we have so many pizza options here in uh, Connecticut, New England. That yeah, I think while pizza is popular in the nation, I think here it's not as exciting. So for a party event, yeah, I definitely love sliders. Plus, I love that you can eat like you know four or five sliders as opposed to one big hamburger. It's kind of um, all right, Rob. I know I think you're bringing this to the Super Bowl party we're going to um, number two, pigs in a blanket or Mozzarella sticks. I yeah, I'll go first. Uh, uh, pigs in a blanket, hands down, because um, they're delicious. And like you said, I like sliders. I like not feeling like I'm a, a, a big fat cow eating a giant hamburger. I like little sliders, like you said. And same thing with hot dogs. They're perfect little appetizers. Put them on a stick, dip them in a little mustard. Oh, perfect! And you can so many, use different things with it. So many ways I could go there. But uh, I, I'm gonna, you know, for the for the people, I'm gonna keep it clean. But I, I'm I, I'd go pigs in a blanket too. I love mozzarella sticks. That's got to be one of my favorite snacks, you know, at a pizzeria with the sauce, oh, yeah. you know, uh, with with good sauce. Love mozzarella sticks. But for a party, pigs in a blanket. I, I could eat a dozen of those with good mustard too to dip in. Wow, that that's that sounds good. This sounds like a good party. As long as we have the chips and guac, that that'll be nice. Yeah, we'll have some good stuff. I absolutely love. I was kind of hoping you guys would high on this because I really wanted to take mozzarella sticks. I absolutely love mozzarella sticks. Actually, there's a bag at Trader Joe's if you haven't had them. Those are pretty good. Put them in the, yep. They're in the freezer. You I'm throw them in the little pan and oh, they're so good. I might actually just eat some before I go to the party. We'll see. But alright, so the next round we'll, we'll stay on this side of the bracket just to keep it going. Alright, so now we have the upset Cinderella pick sliders versus the pigs in a blank. Sliders are the four seed, which is the lowest seed in the bracket. 
So what do you think, Brian? We'll, we'll start with you on this. What do you think? Sliders or pigs in a... Remember what I'm Rob gonna... said, his passion about putting stuff on a stick. And... I know, I know. that Balls on the stick and little weenies in a blanket. I, I see a theme here, but I'm going to go with the pigs in a blanket here because, I, I, I mean, it's just a perfect... Like I said, a good mustard. I could sit there and eat that all day. That's good stuff. I'm going with it. Okay, Rob, what do you, what do you got? Are you going to stick with the excitement of sliders or your pigs in the blanket? No, I'm going to go with pigs in the blanket because I think it's uh, they're easy to make. You can make a lot. Um, again, sliders are fun, but they're going to take a lot of time to make. So if I'm bringing one to a party, I'm going to bring pigs in a blanket, which I happen to be doing tomorrow uh, Sunday. All right. All right, so pigs in the blanket is in the finals. All right. So the next on the other side, going back to the other one. Now we've got the number one wings versus the number three meatball meatballs again. Balls on a stick. Rob's probably going to be excited about that again. So uh, Rob, what do you th- what do you think on this one? Wings or meatballs? Yeah, I love them both. But if I'm at a party, uh, I love a good chicken wing. I, I like uh, Buffalo Wild Wing. I picked my dorm in college my second year because it was directly across the street from Buffalo Wild Wings. So I'm going to go with wings. All right, Brian, what do you got? Yeah, I'll I'll go with wings there. I mean, for a Super Bowl party, I'm not a big wings guy, but I'd I'd go with wings there. If you had to choose between Swedish meatballs and and a plate of wings, give me some wings. I would have probably gone wings too, but my vote is irrelevant at this point. So, all right, guys, in the finals, here we go. The wings versus the pigs in a blanket. So, Brian, we're going to start with you this time. Well, I know I know Rob's going wings because he's he's all American. Uh, I'm going to go pigs in a blanket here, just because uh, if I had to choose, you know, I, I'd probably go with the the easy finger food as opposed to the the wings and. That's more of a sit down. I feel like you gotta, you gotta sit down. You gotta eat the wings, and it's gonna get a little, little bit more messy. You know, that's a little bit more involved. You know, with the pigs in a blanket, it's just easier. By the way, Rangers up three nothing. In case anybody's wondering. <laughs> All right, Rob. What's your pick? They, we think we're going. Think you're gonna go wings again? What are you thinking? No, I'm gonna stick with the pigs in a blanket. I love pigs in a blanket. They are. Uh... They're one of my favorite party foods to make. I've made them twice, and I'm going to be making them a third time for Super Bowl. And I think pigs in a blanket are better cold than wings are cold. So it's a good party food for that reason because they can sit out for a while. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, again, I love a good chicken wing, but like Brian said, they get messy. You know, you drop one on somebody's carpet. Now he's mad at you. Uh, you know, and you gotta, where are you going to put the bone? Where do you put the bone when you're done with it? You gotta walk around like a dummy with a bone in your hand for you know five minutes to find a garbage pail. Uh, pigs in a blanket. Walk by, pop a couple in your mouth. Good. See you later. Five minutes. Uh, it takes I'm you go five minutes. That. It takes you five minutes to find a trash can. And but, uh, you know, if they're not, you know, if they're not easy. I'm not gonna walk upstairs. I'm gonna leave the game. You know, you're like, where do I put this thing down? You know, unless they put a bone plate out. And I just like the pigs in a blanket. I think it's um, a simplistic, perfect party food. All right. Well, pigs in the blanket wins. I probably would have picked wings, but again, not, I'm just the tiebreaker, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. That was listening so that pigs in a blanket was going to win. But um, that's what that's what our uh, our guest did. All right, guys. We only got like two more minutes, so we'll kind of quickly get to what is your favorite things about the Super Bowl. So it can be whatever. If you're doing boxes or squares or doing you like the halftime show <laughs> or you like commercials. So Rob, 
what's your what are your some of your favorite things about it real quick uh used to be the commercials used to love waiting for them i think there was so much creativity but nowadays everything gets so leaked and i hate it because i'm trying to stay away from it because i want to watch it live and i think that was when you talk during the game and everyone shuts up during the commercial so they can hear it so that used to be my favorite um but yeah i love boxes i'm in probably like you know half a dozen different ones and i just think it adds a little bit of excitement to the game if your team's not in it you know um you know giants fortunately have been in it a couple of times so you know when they're when they're in it i'm not watching anything else just the game but when it's just a, another game i like boxes and i like commercials all right brian uh i'm going with the food i, I love i love good party food i just like uh you know the hanging out and uh, snack in, watching the game, and seeing if my numbers come up. That's that's definitely my my favorite part. It just adds, like you said, a little little bit more excitement to the to a game that I don't have a you know horse in the race here. So uh, you know, have it be competitive. Maybe have a numbers you know a box hit for for halftime or a final or something, and walk <clears> home <throat> with a couple of bucks. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. I love the squares boxes. I I, I think. It's kind of funny. What are actually, squares? We've had this debate of East Coast is boxes, West Coast is squares. So um, I still call them squares. I get corrected all the time. But I do like that because it's kind of like, it's almost like fantasy football is over. But you kind of have a little fantasy football liftness in the in the boxes or squares, right? So I kind of like that. I do like the, yeah. I obviously like the food. It's just an excuse to just eat absolutely horrendous food. It's not good for you. Um, but I, again, I love the commercials. There's a commercial that I remember seeing the Super Bowl when the Rams played the Titans, and there was one about these cowboys, these rustic cowboys out, out in the wilderness, and they were herding cats. And I still, I just remember, like, everybody we were with, we were just laughing so hard, like, we just could not believe this cat. Like, so that's probably one of my favorite commercials. But I do like it, and, and you're right, Rob, it is disappointing when they get, because you love to see them live and, you know, and laugh together and stuff with everybody, as opposed to, like, oh, I've seen this one, it's funny. And some people haven't. It's it's fun when nobody's seen it. So I uh, I'm with you on that. One. So, all right, guys. Well, thanks for the two weeks. Uh, we, had, we had a great show for being offered. So what we're gonna try to do this twice a month. Uh, my producer Paul is getting on me about this. So we're gonna try to do twice a month for Crumble uh, Dads moving forward. So, uh, all right, for uh, Brian, Rob, and myself, you guys have a great evening or morning or whenever you're listening to us. Have a good one. Enjoy the Super Bowl. <laughs> 